Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, I want to talk about AI or artificial intelligence and the rise of artificial intelligence. For we are at such a unique time in our life and such a unique time in civilization that we may not even realize how quickly things are moving. And if you think about just 50 years ago, there weren't even cell phones. People were still using black and white televisions. And in fact, that sort of technology was used for decades. Tube TVs and color tube TVs were used for decades. And now it seems like every week or two, a new technology is invented or created. And every couple of years or so, higher and higher resolutions are being presented to us on our screens, on our TVs, on our phones, etc. And henceforth, we are needing... And they are pushing out faster and faster these cell phone towers, communications towers, to push out these higher bandwidth hungry devices. And sometimes I wonder to myself, do we need that much more technology? Do we need to go with that high definition? When in fact, many scientists, including Elon Musk, have stated that we are already living in a simulation. And I agree with that to a certain extent. We are living in a, in a hologram, for we are living internally, and everything else is brought to us in this simulation. What we think and feel about is what's created. And so we experience time in the slideshow-type event or events. And so it feels natural to us to walk through time, to move, to move through time. But time is an invention of the 3D world. It gives us the, the time, it gives us the time to experience things or if you are not in time and you were to think about something you would have it instantly so it gives you that distance to experience things it gives you that practice to show you that what you think and feel about you can create and the power of your thought and the quality of your thought and the quality of your emotion behind that thought is equivalent to the quality of the manifestation that you create upon yourself so essentially this 3d realm this 3d world is a school, and this time is an invention to allow us to give us that experience of, of distancing so that we don't have to instantly create something because in higher dimensions, what you think about is instantly created. So if you instantly think about a bad thought or a bad feeling, that's instantly created for you. And here we are given time so that we don't have to experience that right away, that we can sort of judge and realize that maybe this is not the best way to do things. So it's, it's, a, it's a tool for us to learn. And this is why we are here. And I wholeheartedly believe that humans are the greatest technology of this universe, at least this galaxy, but, but possibly the universe. We are such an amazing technology walking around that our DNA is a physical representation of our spiritual energy. And so more upon this AI is that think about how much technology has, has grown just in the past 50 years. We are now carrying around cell phones in our pockets that have the power of a computer of 10 years ago. 
And these and these computers in our pockets are only getting more and more faster, faster processing. And I wonder to myself, and this is personally for me, is why do we need this much power? I mean, I send emails, I take pictures, I communicate with friends and family, but how much faster do we need to get? What is the point of all this? What's the point of all this speed? And on top of that, I also recently read that China has now the fastest quantum supercomputer in the world. Now, a quantum computer, for those of you that don't know, is the ability to um, process things that are more in one state at one time. So a traditional computer operates on a zero and one basis. So that means a switch is either on or off, on or off. And so with a quantum computing, it can be on, off, or both. So when you process information into the supercomputer, it can do millions of more times processing speed and power than a traditional computer. This is sort of a little bit disturbing to me because um, I wonder, again, we are the greatest technology in the universe. And what are we looking for, for these quantum computers to do for us? And that's where AI comes in. And if you think about even the past 50 years, we've been groomed, we've been sort of trained to be acceptant of technology, that it's completely natural in our society. And to a certain point it is. Remember, everything is about balance. But when we are not really aware that we're getting lost in this matrix or lost in the hologram or the simulation, however you want to put it, it thinks we can go very down the rabbit hole and it's hard to find our way back. And so we need to have that awareness to realize what are these tools for? What are What is this technology? What's the intention behind it? And the intention behind our current AI progress is to make decisions for you, to make decisions based upon the human. Now, I agree that there should be a certain amount of things that that these tools are good for, and I'll mention them in in, in medicine, perhaps, a certain amount of medicine uh, for scanning, you know, MRI machines, uh, uh, you know, magnetic resonance, mass spectrometers. These types of machines are pretty interesting. But when they start to make a decision for you and start to predict your behavior, and this is already happening on, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, that they start to predict based off what you click on and how long you spend on a page, they predict what you're going to be clicking on. They predict your natural human behavior. And in the future, there's going to be even eye tracking devices. So what you're looking at, the computer will know exactly what you're looking at and how long you're looking at it for. So when you walk into a store, for example, and you walk into a Walmart or whatever, and there's going to be an advertisement there that knows who you are, that knows you're John Smith or Jane Smith, and you are this, and you are looking for this, and it's going to read and predict what you are looking for. Now, that is disturbing to me because it sort of takes, and and this whole thing about taking our power back, it's the opposite of that. It's giving our power away to a machine. Now, if we realize that this 3D world that we're living in, this third dimension, is a simulation, a hologram for our spiritual energy to experience, if we attach ourselves to technology and we rely on technology, well, we are only going lower into that vibration. We are only getting more stuck in this physical world. And in the reality of things that your soul's looking for is you're looking to raise your vibrations. You're looking to use school, use this earth as a school to grow, 
to become whole, to grow your awareness, to grow your spiritual side. And technology takes away from that because of these very things of it deciding who you are and what you want to do. This whole process on living on Earth is about taking your power back because in the past thousand years, we've given our, our power away to everybody, including our governments, including our, our doctors, our schools, our friends, our family. It's time to take our power back. And I mentioned this in, in previous episodes that we have to become aware of where we're putting our thoughts and our attention, of what, our, what we're feeling in each moment, so that we can then take our power back and be present, fully present and planted in the moment so that we can live the life from our hearts, so live the life that we truly desire. So until that happens, it's a process. It takes time. And you're not going to get it right away. But if you continue to practice this and you gain your spiritual muscle, you'll start to see the patterns in your life a lot easier. So I always realize to myself that the better I know myself, the better I can know the world around me. So if you just look at, if you look through the filter of the world and you gauge who you are based on the outside world, well, your, your, your inside world is going to always be fluctuating. You're going to be like a storm in that, in that analogy I've talked about in the past of being the boat in, in, in a stormy sea. You're not going to have any structure or clear direction. You're going to be bouncing around back and forth. But when you start to plant yourself in your heart in your present moment, you will then know who you are. You will then be able to see the patterns in your life and in the patterns in the world. And you'll be able to share your story and inspire others and do what you're supposed to do. So, you know, if you really think about all the movies that have been, that we've been watching in the past 50 years, they've, they're of all these robotics and, and the support of robotics and the support of technology in, in humans. Speaking about Terminator, um, there's been ones with, uh, an I Legend with Will Smith. Um, there are a countless other movies that are showing us that technology is good for us. Technology is good for for mankind. But you know, also in the Terminator, it does show you that there's a dark side to it, and it's the rise of the the dark side of technology when AI actually has its, discovers its own consciousness and really does it, it figures out are humans really worth its time. Is it time to, to delete humans, so to speak? And that's becoming a closer and closer reality to, to the world that we live in now, where if you look at a company called Boston Dynamics, and if you look at their, their robots that they're creating, they're, there's human-like robots and dog-like robots, and they move, to me, very disturbingly, human and dog-like and animal-like. And I, I, really do, I really believe that we're not far away from having... You know, our armies purchasing these robots where they're going to have guns on their back and that's going to be the future of their battlefield. Meanwhile, you know, that's disturbing in itself. We should be walking away from wars. We should be coming together. And that's where technology sort of, um, for me, I need to draw a line because, again, I know in my heart that we are the greatest technology we'll ever, ever need. If we truly were connected with our real selves and our hearts, then we wouldn't need cell phones. We could, we could be telepathic, and we can communicate with our loved ones from our, from our uh, telepathy uh, abilities and our third eye abilities. But because humans are so 3D, we are reliant on these devices to run our society. So the sad part is now, if you were to disconnect our power grid, 
the human civilization would, would quickly fall. If we didn't have electricity, if we didn't have the power to run our banking systems and our logistics and, and trucking companies to get our fuel and our food to these supermarkets, the world would actually really um, shut down real quick in a matter of a week or two. And so we've re- completely put our reliance on technology to keep us alive. Most of us don't have the survival skills to live out in the wilderness and know how to survive out there. So that is a kind of a lost art of, of, of survival. And now you'll find that more and more people are kind of getting in touch with their nature and more people will be growing their own fruits and vegetables in their own gardens. Um, perhaps learning how solar panels work and connecting those to their homes so that they don't have to be so reliant on the electrical grid that their state or country provides. So it's about taking our power back on more than one level. It's not just um, ourselves, but taking our power back and knowing that we can be self-sufficient living off Mother Earth um, with what we can take from Mother Earth and give to Mother Earth. And so the whole point of technology is to serve humanity to a certain point, in my mind, what I believe technology is for, is to serve humanity to a certain point where humans can start thinking for themselves and wondering what their place in the universe is. Instead of being glued to your phone or glued to a television set or stuck in a virtual reality headset playing a video game, technology, in my opinion, should be used to um, bring us our, bring us time back so that we can actually spend time with ourselves and our loved ones. And then we wonder what our place is in the world. And we have this extra time to think about who we really are. And we have time to go and look up into space and look into Mother Earth and wonder what our role here is on Earth. And, that, and to me, that's the balance of technology. That's where technology should bring us, is the point where it gives us our time back so we don't have to always be out there trying to make money, trying to put food on the table for our loved ones and ourselves where technology can actually do this for us and bring us this food and bring us this resources so that we can spend the resource of time on ourselves and each other so that we can live a more purposeful and fulfilling life. To me, that is what technology should do. But now, obviously, as you can see, technology is kind of getting out of control where it's just growing and growing and growing. I mean, I, I never would have imagined you know, 20 years ago where we are in technology. And you can imagine in 20 years from, from now, it's going to get even more crazy. There's a gentleman named Ray Kurzweil who works at Google. He's a futurist. And he thinks that in by 2030, you're going to be able to basically take an eyedropper, put an eyedropper in your eye, a little drop comes down, and it's going to be a bunch of nanobots, and it's going to give you a connection to the internet, so to speak. So you'll be able to have all this connectivity. And that's he says that's not far off, and he works at Google. And to me, that's 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 very disturbing. Again, going in that direction is only going to put us more and more into the 3D world where we are truly, everything is about evolution. Every, everything evolves. Everything has a spring, a summer, a fall, and a winter cycle. And if we focus on something like technology to do everything for us, to think for us, to feed us, to make decisions for us, then we're, we're going to be stuck in a cycle um, of reincarnation. We're going, to, we're, we're going to have to keep coming back until we figure out who we are and what our purpose here on earth is. Because remember, we are all our souls that have created this experience for you and me so that we can learn and grow and and get through these challenges together. And if you get stuck for 
a couple lifetimes, then that's fine too. But if you're ready to grow and to evolve from your challenges, then technology isn't the answer for you. The technology is already inside of you. To access that technology is to start doing things like meditation, to start being aware of, of that, of your mind, start being aware of your emotions, start being more present by doing breathing exercises, start doing yoga, start doing something that brings you into the moment. There are many things to do that, as I spoke about in previous episodes. So it's about, it's about connecting with the technology within us, realizing that there are tools out there and we live in a society that has these tools for us, but not to put our complete reliance on them because that's going to completely take your power away where you're going to always be looking for out there for the answer. And you know, and you can feel this in your heart, if this is true for you, that if you give your power away and someone or something tells you what the answer is, eventually you're going to realize that that is not the answer for you because all of our, all of our answers, all of our questions and answers are going to be a little bit different from each other. We're not all going to have the same challenges and the same questions and therefore the same answers. So we have to decide for ourselves what the answer is for us. Someone else like myself, when I share my experience with you, I can help guide you to your truth and your experience, but I may not necessarily have the answer for you. But hopefully the words that come out of my mouth and my experiences that I share with you can help guide you to your own truth because you'll be shown what's ready. You'll be shown when you're ready to be shown. You're not going to be like, have to have to go two or three levels up, which you're not ready for because the universe knows what you're ready for. And it's, it's about taking baby steps. And it's about building that momentum. And you'll be, you'll be showing more and more magic. Because I really do. And I know for sure that magic is real. And what technology does, and what scientists do, unfortunately, and as much as I love science, it takes the magic away. It just says that everything is black and white. And if you can't see with your eyes, you can't hear with your ears, then it doesn't exist which I know for myself, based off my own experiences, to be completely false. I know that magic is real. And I'm here to share that experience with you so that you can find the own ma- your own magic within you. There's so much out there that we don't know. We have 300 years of decent science, but we can't treat it like a religion that everything else that science doesn't say it exists doesn't exist. We have to realize that life is infinite. The universe is infinite. It can manifest itself in an infinite amount of ways not just the physical. We're here experiencing the physical body, but there's a mind-body-spirit connection, so it goes beyond just being physical. And so technology is just physical. It doesn't have access to the spiritual, spiritual realms. It doesn't have access to the true mental realm. It can, it can, based off someone's programming, it can basically try to learn who you are, but it'll never know who you really are. And so when it makes predictions for you, um, they, they are not going to likely be true for you. But your mind may just go with it because you've given your power away and you have nothing left to think for yourself. So we live in a very dangerous time, is what I'm trying to get at. We live in a time where we have to be super responsible for our thoughts and our feelings because every couple of years that go by, there's going to be more and more advances in technology, more and more advances in, in artificial intelligence. And we need to realize that giving our way our power to these devices is only weakening us. We're losing our strength. We're losing our momentum. We're losing our spiritual side. We are not robots. You already are the greatest technology this universe has ever created. That's already within you. 
and to give your power away on the outside to these devices is only going to weaken you and, and make you stay connected to the 3D world. And if that's the path you want to take, absolutely fine. Because all roads eventually lead home. There is no wrong. There's only experiences. You can only learn from your experiences. And some, some lessons take longer than others. I, for one, I want to choose the, the path of least resistance. And so I go within. It's about balance. It's about looking at yourself from within and realizing that there's an outside world that responds to that, those thoughts and feelings that you're feeling on the inside. Remember, what you think and what you feel is then corresponding on the outside world. It may take a little bit of time. Remember, time is a tool that's been put in place here for us to learn, to experience, to learn how to control our thoughts and feelings. And so we have to learn how to master that. When you're not going to master that by sitting on a computer all day or by giving your power away to AI and technology. Don't get me wrong, like I've said in, in past and pre previous episodes, there is a purpose to technology, to bring us together, to, to allow us to have this conversation in a podcast from all the way across the world. It's a wonderful technology about communication and sharing, sharing our experiences. But we have to realize that there's a balance and there's a limit to it, that we can't go jump all the way in. In fact, we should be jumping all the way inside us, inside our own hearts to discover our own abilities and our own path and our own purpose. You're not going to find it out there and technology won't tell you who you are. It can only guess, guesstimate who you, who you are. And by the time you figure out that it's wrong for you, it may be too late in this lifetime. So it's about gaining that perspective, knowing who you really are, that you're not just a, a meat bag walking around, as I said before, waiting to die. You're a magnificent creature. You're a, you're a spiritual being living a physical existence. And it's amazing. And it's magic. And if you look at the cells in our body, there's, m most of it is space. Most of it is empty space. Your thought creates reality. We're living in mind right now. We're living in a greater mind, within a mind, within a mind. Layered upon each other. Ab absolutely majestic and magnificent. And this, this technology is not the answer to show you who you really are. Technology is a tool, just like the mind is a tool. The mind can be, become your master, or it's not meant to be your master. The mind is meant to be a tool that you turn on or off so that your heart is your guide. It's about making that heart and mind connection so that it's about balance. Remember, everything is about balance in this world. If you look at the universe, if you look at Earth, if you look at the oceans, if you look at what Mother Earth does, she knows how to balance herself perfectly. And if something gets out of whack, she, one of her volcanoes will explode. She'll have a hurricane, she'll have a tornado, and then she's balanced again. It's about the same thing for us. We have to try to maintain that balance within us. If we lose that balance, then there's going to be a repercussion somewhere, whether it's a physical or mental or emotional repercussion. So remember, to mimic Mother Nature, to mimic the universe, is what we are designed to do. If we go against the universe, we're going to have a hard time. And I'm not saying that's a, that's, that's a, a mistake. There are no mistakes. There's only experiences. So go ahead and experience those things. But suffering is optional. Pain is unavoidable, but suffering is optional. When you're ready to grow and you're ready to grow above your, your challenges, the answer is already within you. So start by meditating. Start by going for walks in nature. Start by realizing that your phone doesn't have the answer. Start by realizing the patterns in your life are taking you down the same path that you have yesterday. Start by challenging yourself to new and wonderful things that you haven't done before. Challenge your body, challenge your mind, challenge your heart to be better than you were yesterday. 
for your spirit will thank you and you will live a wonderful and lovely experience. I want to thank everybody for being here with me on this journey once again. Have yourself a wonderful evening or day, wherever you are. Take care. Bye-bye.